All right, welcome back to Inside Atlanta Football. It's a bright and sunny Friday morning, late morning here in Champaign. Last day of September as we record this podcast. How you doing, Scotty? I'm just mentally preparing myself for you know, another Big Ten road trip. You know, this one at least is you know, one of one of the shorter. Yeah, in the conference. That is true. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys haven't heard, Brett Bielema is going back to Madison, Wisconsin this no, weekend. No, really? They are, uh, the team is leaving later this afternoon to make the jaunt up to uh, to southern Wisconsin. Is that where Madison is in Wisconsin? Um, not, is it, it central Wisconsin? It's like getting towards central I mean, Wisconsin's Wisconsin. a big state. Yeah, which I find out every time I drive to Minnesota. <laughs> that is that is true. It's like you fly sometimes to Minneapolis. Yeah, and I, if I can. Yeah, that, that's Scott Ritchie, our Illinois beat writer. I'm Matt Daniels, the sports editor here at the the News Gazette, and uh, it's Bealama Bowl time, Scotty. Uh, three and one, Illinois, zero and one in the Big Ten. Heads to Madison to to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Although Bucky isn't real happy, probably with a two and two start, uh, including uh, an zero and one record in the Big Ten after Ohio State romped past Wisconsin fifty two twenty one last Saturday night. Illinois actually gets to play a football game on a Saturday, which at, is <laughs> at eleven a.m. <laughs> which hasn't happened all season. The eleven a.m. part. This is only their uh, third Saturday game of the first five. Well, they had one. Oh, well, yeah, because tomorrow's October. They, they had one Saturday game mm-hmm. in September. Yeah. Which, this is college football. What are we doing? I, I don't know, Scott, but hey, it's working for Brett Bielema. They're 3-1, and one, taking some good vibes, some confidence into a hostile environment. Camp Randall Stadium, where I'm sure the Wisconsin fans who will spend a lot of Friday night and early Saturday morning getting properly hydrated before entering the... <laughs> the venue there at Camp Randall, uh, are going to have some nice things to say to Brett Bielema, the, the former Wisconsin coach. Uh, was there for seven seasons, won a bunch of games, and then bolted for Fayetteville, Arkansas, where he didn't have as much success, which is partly why he's at Illinois right now. Yeah. And I'm curious whether like the average Wisconsin fan like even cares. Like I, I feel like they... They were honest with themselves. They'd say no, but mm-hmm. this is the narrative. So, like, they'll be mean to Brett Bielma <laughs> tomorrow, like, because you have to be for some reason. But like, like I don't know, like the Wisconsin students, like in the student section, do they even know who Brett Bielma is? Yeah, they were like, unless someone told them about this. Like, you got to be mean to this guy because he spurned us for the SEC. Like, if their unless their parents are telling them that. They don't know. They don't care. I would say a long time Wisconsin fans are probably a little uh, eager to see Bielema fall flat on his face uh, on on Saturday in the Illini just because he had that program rolling, left, brought in Gary Anderson, some turbulent years there. It was a weird time. It was. It was. They they still won, but not at the level that Barry Alvarez and, and had made the program what it is, and then Bielema continued that and then brought in Paul Christ. And uh, he's just kind of the same deal. And I feel like there might be as many Wisconsin fans that are like not as thrilled with Paul Christ as like not you know, as thrilled with you know, the idea of well, losing, losing to Washington State in the second game at home 
1714 is a, a big cause of yeah. concern because if they hadn't, you're probably looking at a Wisconsin team that's ranked in the top 25 going into the Saturday, even even, even with even the lopsided loss out. to Ohio I mean, State. I think the the biggest thing, and I guess if you ask Ben Brust, former Wisconsin basketball player. I did not see this. I saw a bunch of reactions. The, the fact that, that, that Wisconsin's only like a seven-point favorite is like the end of the world. Illinois native Ben Brust, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Wonderland? I think he is. I don't remember. You're the basketball beat writer, too. Yeah, I know that he went to Wisconsin. I don't know where he went to high school. Okay, that's all right. But, like, he was just, like, based on the pitch of his voice, because it got very high, <laughs> he was very angry. I was like, just like, that's, you know, one corner of sports talk radio that could maybe just go away. But, like, you know, Wisconsin fans are not thrilled with uh, Coach Paul Christ, as I think is, like, his official moniker. Ben Bruss, Mundelein High School. That's that's suburbs. Nice. Of like he played at Wisconsin before I even like started covering. He Illinois. was on the Final Four team before I started covering Illinois. All right, okay. So sports didn't happen before you started covering Illinois. I wasn't paying attention to Wisconsin basketball. All right, Michael Finley, Rashard Griffith. Yeah, when they played in the NBA. Alonzo <laughs> Tucker. Uh, Brian Butch. I talked with Brian Butch. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah, I, I know who the yeah okay. I know who these people are. All right. All right, and I can tell you, Frank went to uh, we go San Ignatius. No, B- uh, B- Bennett. Bennett. I don't know one of those schools. They're all the Damn. same. All right, let's talk about let's talk some football since Scotty, you know, our basketball expert, is not firing on all cylinders this morning. You could ask me about like this year of college basketball. Eh, that's not that's not fun. Uh, we'll do that later. You have your own podcast for that, so we don't need to dive into that right now on a, on a football podcast. Uh, Illinois three and one. I almost predicted the exact score for the Chattanooga win on September twenty second Thursday night at thirty seven nothing. All I needed was Caleb Griffin to try it out there, kick two more field goals, and I don't know what I would have won except I would have felt really really proud of myself. Yeah, maybe would have had the opportunity, but the offense kind of slowed. It's fine. Stage. It was a they quick game. The, it took the starters. I'm out. all for a quick game when they kick off at 7:30 on a Thursday night. Yeah. Um, what's what would have what have the line been up to since taking it to the mocks? What nine days ago? Same as they always are. I mean, it's the schedule. And this, like, Brett Beal is very much schedule mm-hmm. kind of guy. Routine likes his routine, so the schedule doesn't change. Like, obviously, a Thursday game is a little different, mm-hmm. but. You know, they had some time together as a team on that Friday. And um, I believe they got Saturday off because they have to have mm-hmm. a day off in the week. Sunday was back at it. Mm-hmm. Monday, again, it's like partial day off. I mean, mm-hmm. they're around the building, but yep. it's not nothing organized. Tuesday, Wednesday, practice. Thursday, practice. Friday, most, I mean, more walkthrough, meetings, travel. Okay. Uh, and play, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of focus on this Saturday's game is going to be on the run game for both teams. Uh, you've got Chase Brown, who's still leading the country in rushing. 604 rushing yards so far this season. Yeah, and the number of games is balanced out as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he had that extra one mm-hmm. for a while. But uh, four games, 604 yards. Braylon Allen, Wisconsin's big running back. Uh, I think he's third in the Big Ten, just under 500 rushing yards so far. Yeah, third in the Big Ten, season. fifth nationally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Sandwiched in between those two is Muhammad Ibrahim from Minnesota, who's going to be in Champaign in a couple weeks when the Gophers visit Memorial Stadium. But 
what's kind of your your general vibe, your your prognostication for uh, for Saturday's game? Which, by the way, you have to send me your score prediction too. I did. Before you, you did. Okay, I'll check my email after this. Where you will find me picking Wisconsin. Ooh, boo, boo. By a score of 21 to 13. 21 so. 13. All right. That's respectable. It's respectable. We get into moral victory territories in the post game press conference then? I certainly hope not because okay. that's the biggest crock. I mean, no one actually believes in moral victories. Okay. Like, you either win or you lose. Mm hmm. And if you mention moral victories... But then you have to feel better after you only lose by 8 compared to 48 or something. Sure. Because that's happened to Illinois at, at Camp Randall. 2020, it wasn't 48 points, but it was 35. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no such thing as a moral victory. Okay, fair enough. Loss is a loss, man. It is true. 21-13. All right. Well, uh, I've got Illinois winning. Uh, hopefully everyone read Thursday's News Gazette where we have our Big Ten football page and I make picks on... All the upcoming games, uh, I've got the Illini winning 13-12. to 12, uh, <laughs> a, a Either test. way, you guys have some real exciting football coming to Camp uh, Randall. Defense can be exciting, uh, as Illinois has shown this season. Illinois hasn't given up a touchdown at Memorial Stadium, Scott. That's three games. Yeah, but... Nine points. They've scored a little bit. Yeah, they have. They're, they're going to score enough on Saturday to... 13 whole points. 13, 13 to 12. There you go. They're going to... This is a... Basically hammer the under... If you're listening to this podcast. This is a different, different vibe around this Illinois football team. And uh, they, admittedly, when they look back on this season, the Indiana loss is certainly going to sting quite a bit. Yeah, they blew it. They did. Uh, take their lessons. Take the lumps they learned from that. And uh, Brett Bielema is going to, it's going to be a patent Brett Bielema game. Let's control the clock. If they can avoid turnovers which I'm pretty sure probably Barry Lunny has drilled into Tommy DeVito's head this week. Do not force passes. It's going to be a very run-oriented approach. I could see Chase Brown getting 30, 35 carries. Wouldn't shock me. Um, maybe Reggie Love can give him a little bit of a burst, too. So if he gets, like, 35 or more, like, the first question will be, hey, remember <laughs> after the Indiana game where you said you weren't going to do this Hey, we again? won. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just the way the defense is playing, just the the confidence they have. Um, and Illinois, Illinois played kind of a mixed bag so far as far as opponents. I mean, Indiana's three and one had to rally for all three wins. I was gonna say like lost to Cincinnati last week. The records for the teams they played aren't terrible. The teams they played m- might not still be. Wyoming won good. three straight after getting walloped here in Champaign. Yeah, playing a real tough schedule. Chattanooga's the next coming of North Dakota State, I think, from all the chatter that was made before the, the mocks came up here and scored exactly zero points. Yeah, maybe North Dakota State's still going to be North Dakota State. Maybe Illinois is just bound for the Rose Bowl, Scotty. Would you rather go to the Rose Bowl or the Pinstripe Bowl? <sighs> I mean, Rose you're, you're Bowl, a fan of what we talked about earlier this week in the office, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, though. Yeah. I mean, Rose Bowl for the weather, mm-hmm. neither for the traffic. Okay. Like, just getting around. See, that's what I don't get. California it, or I, d- I don't travel that much anymore since I leave that to you. Uh, I've got other responsibilities to, to contend with, but... Uh, I don't buy for a minute all these media types that when they, the Big Ten announced they were <laughs> expanding to... Uh, USC and UCLA that you know folks in East Lansing or Piscataway or Lincoln Nebraska yeah let's go to let's go to I want to land at LAX that sounds really fun 
really stress-free week. No. <laughs> I might, like, fly to San Francisco and take the train down. <laughs> I, Fair enough. Um, SFO was a very you know, hassle-free environment for me last time. Uh, but again, like, I'm thinking more... Obviously, Duke's Mayo Bowl like is the dream. Um, why? Why? Why is Why is Charlotte, North Carolina, your dream, Scotty? It's not so much Charlotte. It's it's a nice Duke town, I've, from what I've heard. Jeff Delessio, our boss, used to used to work there running Sporting News. Yeah, seen the airport several times. Okay. That's right. about it. Uh, it's more of the Duke's Mayo Bowl because if Illinois were to win, mm-hmm. what happens? Two interns with the Duke's Mayo Bowl will take a. Gatorade cooler full of mayonnaise and dump it on Brett Bielma. And maybe they'll hold on to it this time because Shane Beamer got hit as they <laughs> dropped not just the mayonnaise but the cooler <laughs> on his head. And it's just it's a moment I think I want to capture. <laughs> so you're looking to go viral is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, or elbow for position there. Or like give me the, gar- the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Okay. Get the good weather. All right. Um, don't have to deal with LA traffic. How about just you know the Citrus Bowl, Orlando, oh, that, Florida is a nightmare. Also, okay. Florida, you know the ReliaQuest Bowl. Trivia question: What what is what used no to be idea. Called, what used to be called the ReliaQuest Bowl? I don't know the Outback Bowl. There's no Outback Bowl anymore. Is that in Tampa? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the ReliaQuest Bowl now. I mean, I've been to Tampa. It was okay. fine. I think I'd vote for if I had to choose for Illinois to get go to a mid tier bowl, Music City Bowl, Nashville. I do like Nashville. There you go. All right. I do like Nashville. All right. This is okay. Well, Duke's Mayo is number one on my list. Number one in my heart. All right. Well, after Illinois, (laughs) after Illinois wins on Saturday, to go to four and one, they're only two wins away then from bowl eligibility. They're halfway there right now. Halfway there. They they've got a path towards that six win mark. Well, there's a path even without a win on Saturday. It'd be I, I just very I, to be very blunt. I think it'd be very disappointing uh, if you're an Illinois fan sitting at three and one going into October and they don't go to a bowl this year. Yeah, probably because you'd finish what two and six then. Um, yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- just the state of the Big Ten West mm-hmm. this year, that'd be a that two and six would be even worse because. Mm-hmm. Man, is this division just a nightmare? It's it's chaos. And Illinois is going to add to that chaos on Saturday and leave Camp Randall for the first time in 20 years, 2002. What were you doing in 2002, Scotty? Well, I was a... So this would be fall 2002. Mm-hmm. I was a sophomore in high school. Okay, I was a junior in high school. Um, I don't... I mean, I was playing golf. <laughs> That's all you did? No, I was in marching band. Okay. You know, going to class just so I could do the extracurriculars. <laughs> um, it's a long time, and there's a fair chunk of the roster that's never known Illinois to have won a game in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, some of the some of the players that Brett Bielema was going to take uh, on this trip to to Madison and uh, going into Camp Randall on Saturday, they weren't even born yet. The last time, yeah. Well, there's, I mean only a few players on the roster that have played a game at Camp Randall with like fans in the stands. That is true. All right, Scott, you're the beat writer. So you pour over every piece of information you can. 
Yeah, well, well I'm holding the media guide right now, so I know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, just preface this with what you just said was not factually accurate at all. All right. Uh, all right. I'm going to hit you with some uh, some quick hitting questions about the Illinois Wisconsin series. You ready? I guarantee I'll get all of these wrong. You, know, you shouldn't get the first one wrong. Last time Illinois won against Wisconsin. Well, I was there. That was 2019. Okay. Who? Yeah. What was the score? I don't know. James McCord hit a game-winning field goal. 24-23. Score doesn't matter. It's about the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, James McCord blacking out under the pile <laughs> of bodies on top of him. See, that's what that's what I remember. That's the good stuff. How many times have Wisconsin and Illinois played each other in football? This will be the blank meeting between the Illini and Badgers. Everyone thinks our podcast just shut off. They're they're hitting the button yeah. now to see if it's working because no, you're it's, taking ten seconds to answer. I don't this. I don't know. Like ninety six. Ooh, you should have stayed with ninety. It was this is the ninetieth meeting. You just should have <laughs> <laughs> have strayed far from that. Dragged out the ninety. I don't know. All right, who leads the all time series? Remember, this was a series Illinois dominated for quite some time. Yeah, because Wisconsin was really bad. I'm yeah. gonna say Illinois leads the all time series. <laughs> okay. Wisconsin, 44, 30, 44 wins, uh, 38 wins for Illinois. So it's 44, 38, seven ties. <laughs> when was the last tie between the two? This is a famous one in college football. You say that like I was a college football fan growing up. You should have been. Why? I don't know. It's a cool sport. Yeah, I like college basketball. All right, fair enough. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like. Sometime in the nineties, <laughs> want to narrow that down at all? <laughs> no. Nineteen ninety-five, three-three tie. You know why it's notable? Because both teams were awful. No, it was the last one in the regular season. Oh, they went to overtime. Then can't yeah, tie anymore because ties are awful. All right, final also, one. On. Three-three. Like, just shoot me. <laughs> final, uh, final question for this one. Uh, when's the what, what year was the first Illinois Wisconsin meeting? They played ninety times. I'm gonna guess they weren't all in succession. Correct. Um, let's go nineteen eighteen. Eighteen ninety two. The record book says Illinois won, but it was a zero zero forfeit in Champaign. Whatever that means. <laughs> We'll have to ask Lauren for that. Yeah, uh, he was there. Um, all right, there you go. There's your zero, zero, there's your Illinois Wisconsin history. All right, start off on a bang. That series, dude. <laughs> real, uh, real quick, well, as quick as we can be, uh, before we get kicked out of the podcast studio, and also before you have to go pick up Bob Osmussen and hit the road for Wisconsin, which is segueing into my next topic. First, kind of true road trip, I'd say for uh, Illinois. Illinois and its fans this season just because the Indiana game is on a Friday night only three three and a half hours away and I mean Wisconsin's three three and a half hours away but Saturday 11 a.m. kick gives the feel of kind of a football weekend where if you want to go to the game and you're not near Madison you got to stay overnight and head to the stadium do you, do you get the logic I'm following, Scott? I do. Okay. I just the fr- I just had a little PTSD. <laughs> you made a Friday mistake. You made a mistake game. going to Indiana and then coming back and after the game. Maybe haven't made a bigger mistake in my life. <laughs> oh, there have been plenty. Of, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's let's rank the Big Ten road trips. So there's thirteen. 
We're not going to include USC and UCLA. Mostly because I haven't made those. Yeah, mostly because they'd be awful too. Just getting there from Champagne takes three days to drive to LA. <laughs> Please tell me <laughs> I won't have to drive to Los Angeles. I, don't, I hope not. I hope not. Because uh, that might just be when I you know hang up the old beat writer's pen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we can either agree on these, we can just debate these, discuss these. But I'll give you the first crack. What's your what's your top Big Ten road trip? And again, we can take into factors. Obviously, it's a football podcast. We can take into the football stadiums. We've been to you and I have been to every Big Ten stadium except Maryland. I have not been there. You've been to College Park. I have not been to College Park. You've been there for basketball. Yeah, so we're I've taking been to like in half ish of the Big Ten football stadium. That's okay. It's not. It's not just you know what's the best football stadium because yeah. I think we actually did that on a podcast a while ago. Um, I've been to all cities, environment, campus. experience, campuses, ease of getting there. This isn't, you know, ranking them just on travel time from Champaign. I don't know. That Purdue. Would, that would <laughs> <laughs> 90 years. But it's, also, you know, Purdue's not, it's yeah. not, not bad. All right, number one. What's your what's your number one if you had to, as I'm putting you on the spot for this, although we did discuss this before. Oh, I mean, I think when you take into account all of the variables. Mm-hmm. The cities. It's Minnesota. Minnesota for you. All right. Fair enough. I'm actually going to have to go Wisconsin for me. That's number one. Just uh, Minnesota, I've I've been there. I've only been there once, I think. You've flown there multiple times. You've driven a couple. Driven a couple. The the, the drive for me is what just kind of drains it out of you. You feel like you're just driving through Wisconsin for (laughs) ever. ever. (laughs) Especially when it's night and it's maybe raining as hard as you've ever seen in your life. You've had some bad weather experiences in Minneapolis, too. Coming back. Frozen tundra, what, four or five years ago? Or is what, negative 54, I think, when you stepped outside for a basketball Yeah, like the actual real temperature was negative 26. With the wind chill. It was was negative 54. And then what was was it last basketball season? Yeah, flights were canceled out. And, and it was weird, too, because they were supposed to play on Sunday night, weren't they? And then it got pushed back a couple of days because every, everyone popped positive yeah. pretty much on the Illinois basketball team. Would have been stranded in Minneapolis without uh, Derek Piper and Joey Wagner shouts giving a ride to home. Shouts to Phil and Illinois Although, riders. driving through all of Wisconsin <laughs> in the snow mm-hmm. might have just rather But stayed. still Minneapolis, that's your that's your... Love the city. Okay, fair enough. The in both venues, basketball okay. and football, are pretty right. nice. Okay, you're going there soon. Big Ten media days. Yeah, and then back for basketball. Yeah, later exactly. All right. Um, what about Wisconsin for you? That's my number one. I like it. I mean, Madison. Okay. I like Madison. Okay, Camp Randall is cool. Like Cole Center is kind of soulless. A little I bit. like downtown Madison. It's like got a big, nice vibe to yeah to it. Capitol's pretty cool. A lot of great restaurants there. I in the, I feel like too when you go to Madison, because a lot of times too, when we go to games, you're kind of you're not staying like a block from the stadium. You're staying you know ten, fifteen, twenty minutes away from the stadium, depending on hotel availability. And I feel like the hotels in and around Madison doesn't feel like you're making a long drive to get to the stadium from wherever you stay up there. No, I, I'm a fan of it. All right, what's next? What's next for you? So we've we've narrowed off. We've whittled down. Uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. We got eleven more to go. Probably need to her- pick up the pace too. Yeah. Um, Purdue, Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. That is not, not my favorite. I, I'm gonna throw this one. And, and like just again PTSD. 
<laughs> um, Iowa. Iowa. Okay. Eh, yeah. The, Dri- the one drive- thing. Okay. About it, like for basketball, it's fine. For football, you have to stay, stay in, in Cedar Rapids because the hotels are astronomical. You pay five hundred dollars yeah. a night, mm-hmm. but that would nice be places the, in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, that would be my downfall. Is just you have to stay in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, for basketball, it's great. Okay, football though, but like, I, I like, like Kinnick. Yeah, Kinnick's nice. Parking's easy. Fans are. I mean, fans are nice. so close. Yeah, they, exactly. It's that, so unique. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm, I can see that. Obviously, they got the great tradition too with the wave. Yeah, always wave. You like the donuts there, don't you? Um, well, it's not the only place okay. that, in the Big Ten that has Hertz donuts. There you go. That's your go-to, though. Iowa City, okay. uh, Lincoln. The one in Madison actually closed. Oh, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, sorry to hear that. See, see, Iowa's okay for me. The drive there can be kind of just flat. Yeah, and the, and the fact that the one time I went there, you had to stay in Cedar Rapids and make the 30, 35 minute drive in while fighting traffic. So it's all right. Nebraska for me, if you could just make from, it closer, make it closer. Like Western Iowa, though, is kind of underrated. It's kind of like picturesque and uh, sure a lot of a lot of kind of hills. I mean, you think of Iowa, you think of flat corn land. And it's, yeah, well, it's I mean, it's way. hilly comparative to the rest of the exactly. State. I would say Lincoln's an underrated Big Ten city. Uh, I, I think it's got some. It's got a great steakhouse that I've been a few times. Misty Steakhouse, highly recommend. There's one. The area around the basket uh, around Pinnacle Bank is they've. It's really built up. It's it's nice. That's why it's really hard to go into Pinnacle Bank and win. Um, I've heard that Misty Steakhouse though in downtown Lincoln. Chef's kiss. Oh, it's great. Although one time I went to another Misty Steakhouse when I was out there, and the Nebraska band was playing, like literally inside the restaurant, and you're having to shout across the table to people you're talking to. Memorial Stadium is nice. Press haven't been great press box. You've never been to Memorial Stadium? Nope. Maybe you're gonna go this year. I don't know if you're gonna go this year because basketball plays the night before. It does. In a game that doesn't count, exhibition against Quincy. People are gonna still be interested that is true well people are gonna be interested in Illinois football because they're gonna be six and one going to lincoln says you yep that's true it's gonna happen um yeah it just needs to be closer that's all and i think the speed limit 75 out there i don't know i just know i've driven fast yeah that's true all right what ones haven't we hit purdue it's all right stop at the beef house on the way yeah i like mackie yeah i know my way around west lafayette better than i did in college when i went there the first time so <laughs> which <laughs> You could know, like, <laughs> just one more street, and it would be better than you knew it. I remember driving around, Eastern Illinois was playing there, driving around Mackey, and there's all these people out tailgating and stuff, and me being a dumb college kid covering an FCS program had no idea where to go to find parking. It got better, though, the other times I've been there. And it's convenient. It's like, seriously, it's like you're driving to Peoria yeah, from Champaign. Like Michigan? Ann Arbor's nice town that's like picturesque college town i would say the only downfall is you can't really stay in ann arbor uh when you're going there because hotels are oh for football yeah football basketball's fine and um, i hope this doesn't catch on with michigan michigan stadium's kind of under it's not all that impressive it's big it's huge but it's just kind of like a sunken bowl and i wasn't really a fan of it i went there in 2016 and mind you illinois got just demolished by Jim Harbaugh's program, but leaving this is again a media gripe. You, usually, you on these Big Ten fields, you can go on the field in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter, so you can get to 
the post-game press conference in a rather decent time. Well, at Michigan, you had to walk halfway across the stadium. Literally, you're in on a like place that holds a hundred some thousand, hundred and ten thousand people. It was it was quite the haul. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah. I mean, I've mm-hmm. parked next to it. Yeah, exactly. For basketball, Ann Arbor's not bad. I've though. never been. Inside. Yeah, I'd say East Lansing's kind of underrated. East Lansing, of all the Big Ten cities I've been to, it reminds me the most of Champaign Urbana. Yeah, never been for football. Very tight sidelines. Very tight sidelines. It's like sideline wall. It's like from here to the window we're sitting here. It's like three feet away. It's not much. No, not at all. What else haven't we? Ohio State haven't been for football. Uh, it's uh, it part. It I, I went once, <laughs> and Bob Osmus and I we left our hotel at like two because Illinois for some reason played a seven o'clock Saturday night game there in 2014 i want to say and we left our hotel at like 2 30 or 3 we we're, lit- we're probably like five miles from the stadium uh it took us two hours to get there because of all the traffic i mean we, we had good parking they set the media up in a parking garage like right next to the stadium it still took us two hours to get there no thank you wasn't that like your first one of your first big 10 road trips on basketball and you showed up like four hours before tip scotty because you forgot it was an eastern time yeah well, i mean yeah. i had the time okay. in my head of like the game, okay. what it would be in. I mean, Columbus is a nice city. Don't get me wrong. Big, biggest yeah. city in Ohio, I think these days. Yeah. Um, what ones haven't we talked about? We didn't. We haven't really the, the ranked East. them. The East Coast, yeah, they're not. They're in the bottom of mine. I'm not a huge. The one. So I haven't been to Penn State or Maryland for football. Mm-hmm. Maryland for basketball. It's it's a nice environment. Okay. NXT What's College Arena. Park like? Nice. You get some crab cakes. I did. Good. Are they good? Yeah. That's what Maryland does. Crab cakes and football. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Penn State's last, I think, in every. Yeah. Scataway was just kind of like to. a. I mean, w- the one thing about, I don't know what the name of it is, SHI Stadium maybe? Yeah. It's if like it's a still glorified there. high school. It's a, like a, it, it feels like a football stadium you could plop in the middle of Texas. There's better ones in Texas. Probably. Um, they really, best, they really tout up the birthplace of college football. Best there. sound system in the Big Ten, though. At? At Rutgers. Really? Okay. Maybe it's because the place is empty and it reverberates. <laughs> hey, they goes. sold out against Iowa last Saturday. It's not empty anymore. Well, it, That was the Chris Ash era. This is the Greg Shiano 2.0 haven't era. Back, haven't been back yeah. for the Greg Shiano era. It's all right. Should art. Part two. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Penn State, uh, to me, is State College is... Can't th- get there. It's incredibly hard to get there. It's hilly. I'm not a fan of hills. I like the flat. That's why I live in Illinois. I like flatness. Um, at least for basketball. And this was even like a pretty good Penn State team. The game day experience. Like, I just get right to the arena. Yeah, for football, the I traffic think. was bad trying to get there. They like break you off into like 10 different lines trying to find your parking lot that you need to go to. And the stadium looks like it's still under construction on the outside. <laughs> And I remember two weird. This was again nine, ten years ago. Um, we were trying to get inside the Aaron Bennett and I, former WCA sports anchor. He and I were out there before game, and we were trying to get in because the team was supposed to get out there, and we were going to talk to uh, Tim Beckman for a few minutes. And anyway, the team flight got delayed, so they ended up going there. But we tried to get in the stadium, and some very mean security guard let us know we weren't supposed to be there. So no. I found. In the Big Ten, out of the Big Ten. If you want to get into a college mm-hmm. football stadium. Yeah, you can. You can. Mm-hmm. Did we hit on all the cities and stadiums? I think so. We didn't really rank them. But well, we just, as we discussed them, that sort of was the ranking. The, the list. Okay. No one, we didn't miss anyone? 
I don't think so. Okay. If we did, apologies. I mean, and I, we mentioned briefly mentioned Indiana, but I. Yeah, I've only been there once for football. I mean, it's close drive from here. Football stadiums kind of subpar. I feel. Oh, we didn't hit Northwestern. <laughs> wow. How could we forget Chicago's Big Ten team? They're going to get a new football stadium apparently. And then it might be have a reason to go. Yeah, that's that place uh, is a dump. Yeah, <laughs> football stadium is probably the worst in the Big Ten. And. Feel like, like I'm going up to like a Chicago Mount Carmel game. Yeah, and like Welsh Ryan Arena used to be the same. That's nice they, they they redid it. It's Evanston's not bad. I've been to Evanston a few times, not as on any work related items. Downtown's yeah, no, nice. It's fine. Yeah, but like but it's, the new Ryan Field. I mean, you can't like be more different than like well, the, what the renderings are, and I'm sure it'll look. No, got to be the same. Got to be the same. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, whatever. I mean, even if it's not like the current one sucks true it, it it adds points because it's close to champagne you can drive there and back in a day sure there there's the bright spot but yeah ryan field <laughs> the is the only bright spot is proximity yeah that's true all it, right it just looks bombed out and depleted you ready to go to madison scotty ready to go cover an illinois win well i mean it's gonna be I, wild would, on the sidelines if it happens i would debate that point like i got I, it's been so long since i've been to a game there where mm-hmm. it wasn't COVID. You ready for jump around? No. Okay. Not prepared for that at all. You can get some, uh, they'll have breakfast brats, I think, in the press box. I so. do enjoy the breakfast brats. Yeah. But like, I don't. I can't remember like if we're allowed on the field at the end of the game. You should be. I don't there, know. There's some places in the Big Ten that have, like Minnesota, mm-hmm. can't. I remember getting lost in the hallways of TCF Bank, or now it's Huntington Bank Stadium. Just follow the or- I do, you just, all you do is follow the oars now. Shannon Ryan and I got lost. They that was the a theme when she was on the Illinois beat. Her and I would get lost in the hallways. And Jeremy Werner sometimes would follow us too. We always tried to follow Jeremy. He knew where he was going. Just yeah. it helps that Kent Brown's really tall too. Yeah. So. Uh, now in Minnesota, you just the oars point the way. That's true. Because they just are all over the place. That is true. It's crazy. All right, we'll have fun in Madison. Eat some cheese curds. Go to the Great Dane. I think that's a problem. There you go. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Inside Line of Football. We'll be back more. We'll be back to talk more next week. Have a good week, everyone. Enjoy the game on Saturday.